Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Richard, hello. Once again, how are you? Ah, oh, hi Jay. I'm... It's good to good to hear you. Look, I, I've been up and down. It's... um. A two hundred and something of lockdown. You've just lost count. I've lost count. I'm. I was starting to get pretty frustrated last week. Um, I'd been organising to catch up with some of my toy photography friends. So one of the things that I do when I'm not doing Lego writing um, is a bit of toy photography, and I catch up with members of the Melbourne community every six to twelve months or so, and we catch up. We meet in a park somewhere take some pictures with our Lego minifigures and our action figures and and other things, and then we go for a coffee, take some more pictures, go to a bar. Given that we're all still locked down and we've got a curfew, um, we weren't really able to go anywhere this year, so we decided to run the event online. So that, that was quite fun. So we did this last weekend and ran it predominantly on Instagram. Um, started off with a greeting at the start of the day and then said okay let's go to our first destination to take photos and we went to back to our bedrooms i know our bedroom very very well so you know how how can you make make a picture work work there and we found people doing creative things with their dunas and with creative duna covers what's a duna Um, what's a duna richard a, a duvet an eider down quilt a bed covering when you don't want to have to worry about using blankets as well. Good to know. Good to know. Just just for our international viewers. So, yes, if you hear Australia's talking about a doona, they're referring to a duvet. Um, and after that, we then, then at the, once we'd finished each room, we had a bit of a catch-up online. Basically, we did a little live stream and had a chat with people and saw people's different studio spaces. We then went down to the living room, spent a bit of time there. It sounded it, it sounded like and it sounded and it looked like a lot of fun. Look, it had been a while since I'd spent the day working on a on some purely creative output where I wasn't trying to describe what was happening as well. And from that point of view, I actually found it really refreshing and came away from the day with my soul feeling a little bit uplifted. And so that yeah, it was actually really pretty cool. There you go. I feel like I feel like um like it, it's been a while since I've been on a on a on a toy safari. Um, I think the last one was in Melbourne. I think we were there. This was the one in the Melbourne CBD. Oh, that was like years ago. Um, and yeah, I feel like when you're outside, you're you know constantly looking for like cool places, but at the same time enjoying the outdoors. Whereas I feel I feel like your indoor toy safari was um was quite interesting because you you had to you know find interesting spots in your house and yeah. you know yeah and look for for everyone else they didn't know where we were going to be going next so so you know we were trying to spring the element of surprise on them and uh, ultimately we went outside for a little while which was good because we had a break in the rain um, <laughs> and then the sun came out and uh, and that that was that was lovely so it was it was great catching up with with friends from the community and just from from that community where we normally catch up in in real life and this sort of all got us all in the same psychic space at the same time and um i think it i think it was good for a lot of us as far as how how we were then feeling about just feeling in ourselves having um done that thing that we like to do yeah cool and look fresh content for the gram which is always great yeah look and perhaps i shouldn't have posted every picture that I took on the day on the day um that, that right. was that was that was probably a tactical error but um I'm happy that I did that it just meant that you could see that oh yes we're doing a thing and fantastic have you was, been have you been uh, building much I've just put together an Mtron ship this evening and that's that's been quite fun to do um which one was it I think it's the particle ionizer the 6923 and... The Space Helicopter. The Space... Hel- well, it is the Space Helicopter. And uh, it's 
it's a really interesting it's a really interesting design um it, i'm going to have some fun swooshing it around later um it's got all of these angled angled sort of compartment covers angled tail planes it's got a magnetic crane and it's got a neon a, a light neon green um antennas forming a rotor on top to say nothing of the uh cabin so the antennas are pretty narrow um very skinny very skinny sorry uh the rotors not the antenna. yes well well the, the rotors which are made of antennas are pretty skinny so i don't think they're actually going to be providing any significant lift unless they're generating some form of, of an electromagnetic field in their own right so I, I would imagine that that's probably more the theory of how they're working rather than um, generating any particular lift in the traditional helicopterial sense. There you go. Um, but that might just be my imagination. Um, I've got a few things that are piling up to build and should probably take some time to do that. I've just received a copy of the Penguin um, for review and I'll probably look at that in the next week or so as well as the polar bear and gift and they've been provided by the lego group for me to have a look at so i'll have a look at those and put them up uh on the blog before too long what about yourself jay have you been building much lately uh yes yes and no i've been i've been tidying up a lot um trying to sort out my room um in anticipation of new stuff that's on the way that I can't say much about at this moment. Hey, look, over there, a distraction. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you about that stuff. It's okay. Yeah. I, but yeah, I, tidying up and I'm finding, um, yeah, yeah. just the, the fun thing about tidying up is that, uh, yeah, you just find all sorts of weird. Um, I, but I, I make a lot of impulsive BrickLink and Facebook Marketplace purchases for like minifigures. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always nice to like, you know, rediscover stuff I just didn't know I had. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. What's been the um, most special discovery you've made over the last few days? Oh, a bag of Urukai minifigures. Oh, fantastic. That was fun. Do you know, can you remember when you bought them? A few years ago <laughs> when they were like $6 a pop, I think. Oh, how much are they now? I don't know, 15 bucks. Oh, gee. I've, the- I've looked. I've literally got trays of a, a tray or two of Orakai. Oh, there you go. That that's that's worth that's worth quite a bit. But I two or three goats. Yeah, two or three goats or cows. Cows have cows have gone up in price. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 um it's it's just surprising how expensive vintage Lego has gotten. I'm not sure if it's it's like the passage of time has completely passed me by. And but yeah, like I feel like a lot of stuff is overpriced at the moment. But you know, because they're just so they're just so scarce. Like that, I've been looking at like castles just to mm. finish up and round up my medieval slash castle collection. And yeah, like a black bonnet monarch's castle is easily going for like five six hundred dollars these mm. days. That's um, you'd want it to be in a pretty special condition to achieve that. I think. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I've I there, there's one that I'm looking forward to getting coming up uh, that I can talk to you about because tomorrow in a because as we're recording this, it's the eve of Father's Day, 2021 in Australia, and I have it on good authority that there's a box of Lego waiting for me tomorrow. God, that's exciting! And, and I'm hoping that it might be a Creator three in one set. Oh, it's going to be fun. Hopefully, it's a castle one. We'll find out. Fingers or crossed. Or two. Mm, no, I know it's not two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, yeah. yeah, but we'll 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 see if if it's a castle that'll be awesome. If it's um, I've just seen a box in a black plastic bag, so it could be anything. <laughs> oh, but um, it, it's funny. I mean, it's it's an odd time of the year. We've got these Christmas sets that have appeared, and the advent calendars are out. It's like it's barely it's been spring for we're in the southern hemisphere where it is spring in september october november um it's been spring for about three days and advent calendars are out Mm, that's exciting i'm excited have have you secured any any yet jay 
not yet, but I know what I'm getting. Uh, I think I'll be doing all four except for City this year. So December is going to be brutal, I think. Yeah, no, I think so. That's so that that'll be Harry Potter, that'll be Marvel, that will be Star Wars, and that will be Friends. Yeah, and I'm trying to stay fairly spoiler free and do the advent calendar as it is meant to be. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to. Thankfully, I've got terrible memory, so I see something and then two weeks later, I just forget the contents. Um, but yeah, I I'm I'm looking forward to to advent calendar season as always Fan- fantastic just don't look at the front of the box just cut the front of the box off or lie it down flat before you have a chance to see anything that's inside it and you'll be fine yeah i've got i've gotten pretty i've gotten pretty good at it but yeah you know you do you do it year after year but yeah it's a it's 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 a weird um it's a weird time of the year because everyone's it's only september but everyone's pretty much done with the year even though there's 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 plenty of new sets coming up, including um, you know, a ton of Lego ideas set. Um and I feel I feel like it's been it's been a few months since the last ideas set, which was the typewriter. Um if you're new to the podcast, check out the episode six of season one where we spoke to Steve Guinness, the designer or the ideas project submitter winner the fan designer fan designer that's the word um where we spoke to him about um about the typewriter but yeah it's been a while and yeah there's a lot that's um that's coming up um obviously i think the, the the strongest um strongest rumor that's just floating around is the home alone set which would make sense to have it released close to christmas Mm. which is which is nice but beyond that um we have a few things that we have not heard or seen or gotten any tidbit of information on so i think we have the globe we have sonic so these are all approved um and yeah in in various stages of development so we've got sonic we've got the globe um what else what else do we have a lighthouse. We have the motorized lighthouse. That one's only just been announced, so I'd expect that that's probably going to be another year at least away. Yep. Um, there's the. I suppose if we're looking at, at big things, there's the 90th anniversary set for next year that that uh, went to ideas, and there'll mm-hmm. also be there was a space classic space based competition as well for a gift with purchase to come out next year as well and i think that was um a room diorama the uss cardboard where where we had a kid playing in their cardboard boxes made of their spaceship made out of cardboard boxes Hmm. so that's that'll be a little while that'll that'll be next year um again the 90th anniversary of lego company that'll be next year as well um I've I've had a terrifying thought, Jay, about that. What if the reason that they called for a space-based ideas gift with purchase was because there was going to be no space-based set? That means we'll get a castle of sorts. So it's it's either space or a castle at this stage, and mm. I'm 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 leaning towards space because um yeah I feel like. It's the 90th anniversary and, you know, Lego, like Classic Space has imprinted itself in so many different facets and so many different parts of, you know, the overall Lego universe that, you know, I I would be shocked. I would be, uh, I would be very shocked and very dismayed if it wasn't Classic Space. I would be disappointed. And, And when you say Classic Space, are you referring to Classic Space Blue, grey, transparent, yellow. Blue, grey, transparent, yellow. Red, white, yellow, blue, black. Spaceman, astronauts. Good because I, I suppose I've been in when thinking about about classic space. Classic space, kind of as a concept, um, runs ran through till about nineteen eighty six, eighty seven, um, when we then started to get factions coming into being. 
um, but that classic space color scheme that we all that we think about as I'm going to call us legacy fans though that that color scheme was really only on the market for sorry was only being used for producing new sets for about three years hmm. um, 78 79 80 and by 81 they'd started to move on yeah and much less gray much more blue and a lot less transparent yellow yeah look i think i think we'll get some sort of um base and a a ship in the you know in 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 the style of barracuda bay and the scale and the size of barracuda bay i feel like barracuda bay has set the archetype for big large complex adult focus sets that do not compromise but are still but is still in a fairly accessible which pretty much just means non-exorbitant price range that most people can aspire to to own and yeah like think barracuda bay but you get a whole base and a ship you know hopefully a galaxy explorer type ship um i'm I'm secretly hope I'm hoping I'm not secretly hoping I am hoping for something like that, but I'm I'm tempering my expectation so that I won't be brutally disappointed if it doesn't turn out that way. Throwing um, an exosuit, a new exosuit, um, with all the new elements and you know ball joints and and um, um, techniques from modern you know Ninjago, mm. Kid Max. Um, a turtle or two because you have to have a turtle and yeah and look and throw in a purple um space guy space minifigure i would like that very much and i i suspect we'll have something like that i I agree that probably i would expect it to be a a spaceship with a drive-in drive-off rover with a base to land on i'd anticipate that'll be a brick built landing pad a rocket um, or two. Sorry, I beg your pardon. A rocket or two communication uh, satellite, you know. Well, it, it would be a, in an ideal world. And I've given up any hope of living in one of those. In an ideal world, it would essentially be a rehash. Well, not a rehash, but um, you'd look at year one of classic space, where you've got a base, a couple of small vehicles, a couple of big vehicles, a really big vehicle a small rover and a large and a middle-sized rover and you'd have something a bit like all of those all going towards the one set or even you have the big ship and a base or you can make all those other small ships and that was one of the really great things with the galaxy explorer you could actually make half of the first year's worth of sets with it you know, you could make your one-man spaceship, you could make your two-man spaceship, you could make your space scooter, or sorry, your two-man space scooter. You could, you had a couple of rovers in it as well. Um, you can't quite make everything from the series, but you can make so many sets from that range out of that big set, and it seems to be something that that um, isn't necessarily pushed hard it's more if you want to build a set like something like that here don't worry we'll make a set for you like that now you know back back in year one i'll I'll get on a rant shortly you know we had three three fire trucks and three three fire fire base sets or four fire base sets and you know then last year in city we had 16 (laughs) um i'm getting old and crotchety here perhaps we should have a think about no, I, other think, what? I think that's fine look if the if the youtube star wars fans can build up hype and get excited over the ucs republic gunship we are perfectly we're we're allowed to get excited for a 90th anniversary classic space set um and oh, I'm, I'm i'm excited for 90th anniversary classic space set i'm just uh, as, the, as the kids say i'm just manifesting it to happen um and yeah look and i think just just taking a taking a bold prediction imagine if lego brought back a flip top box where you open the flap and you get to see the plastic inserts or you know that would be the best thing for a 90th anniversary 
sort of legacy series. That's my prediction. I'm just ready to be disappointed because at this stage, you know, the expectations are uh, astronomical. So I'm just going to go flip top box. Classic design. Jay, what if that is the classic space set? I mean, yeah. It's a model of a flip top box gone a bit too far that they'll oh, be very expensive I'm, I'm, I'm now imagining a fl- well it all depends if it's a flip top box that you then get a 918 one man spaceship out of no 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 we need like i want i want i want like space i don't want to build a box i, I don't want to build a box and looking at go, fast forward to 2021 looking at what they did with the lego adidas superstar i feel like they could do some pretty special things with packaging for the set or or sets it could be a range of sets that that would be even more appealing and i could i could see that we get a i don't think we'd get a yellow castle because we got a yellow castle in creator this year they might they might save that for the 100th anniversary they may well but you know we as i say i think we'd expect would you would you expect if they're doing a classic space set as the ninetieth? Would you expect it to be that that original blue, trans, yellow, grey color scheme? I think so. With 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 a, with a few modern sensibilities, Reco- rec- recognizing that for a start, grey doesn't that grey doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, and cert- look, certainly building techniques have changed dramatically over that time. So it'd certainly look. Um, they could bring it back. They could bring the. Uh an old version of gray back imagine right. if they if they bring back the the old gray in the form of the sustainable recycled bricks <laughs> too far too far we've got, we've got too it far. I, I i like where you're going i like where yep. you're going i just um I, I think you might be heading there on your own <laughs> Um, I can see the appeal that the gray, the old grey has. I don't think we're going to. Um, I don't think we're going to see that happen. I can. It's just the realist in me. I've I've given up wishing for things that I can't have. <laughs> People would be quite upset. Like if imagine imagine if Lego brought back the old grey bricks before they brought back a goat. <laughs> They'd be up in arms. Like the um, you know, the long suffering castle fans would be up in arms. They'd only be up in arms because they'd finally resigned themselves to the fact that they were building in new grey. But in fact, there's so many other colours that you build castles in now as well because you have your other shades and your other textures of brick. So I think it'd just it'd, it'd be frustrating because you'd have this several years of mixed greys, or you're thinking that they'd introduce another two greys into the palette, in which case that would just drive me bonkers because I can barely tell the difference between them. You never know. You see, if, especially with sand blue, we've all seen what Lego um, is capable of in twenty twenty one. They've just completely just gone off their rocker and have just you know just been pushing out set after set after set and breaking records and and establishing new benchmarks for for size and 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 piece count and price. There's there's you know. Sky's, sky's the limit. Um, I'll go one step further. I'll probably say that we'll also get a... How cool would it be if we get a set of um, mega figures? So the same in, in the same style as Harry and Hermione um, representing, you know, town or city, space and classic and pirates. That would be really, 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 really cool. My... If, if I rule really, the world... They release one every quarter. If I ruled the world, and I don't, I'd probably save that for the 45th or 50th anniversary of the minifigure, which will be... The 45th anniversary is only two years away now. Yeah, true, but... Time, you know. time to start with those ideas submissions, folks. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, if, or if you're in the uh, design team, mm, you know, please please just take, take, just, take, just take, take the idea. Take the idea to the annual pitch. That'd be great. Um, but look, Jay, you're talking about blowing things out of the water as far as design, and we saw another large set announced this week, the Camp New, and I was just thinking because it completely rewrote the top 10 of the largest Lego sets of all time. I don't understand sports ball, but what I gathered is that this is essentially a blue 
a blue, red and tan, uh, blue, red and grey Colosseum. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's a it's a fancy fancy bowl, which is you know most, um, which is which is pretty typical for stadium architecture. Look, mm. I I I was quite surprised, but also relieved that I didn't get offered the set. I got Old Trafford, which I count myself lucky to have received the offer for Old Trafford because I'm a, um, I've been a childhood. Manchester United fan, so that that set meant something to me. I yes. don't have that connection with Barcelona and Camp Nou, and the the timing was just was just terrible because I'm not sure if you know much about about the football world, but um, Barcelona have been the butt of many many jokes. Like they've 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 gone from one of the most um, consistently high performing. Um, clubs in 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 recent history to just 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 a complete joke they lost their 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 legendary player in 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 Messi in 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 what has been one of the biggest shock transfers ever and you don't lose a player like Messi you you do everything you can and and you know Messi 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 grew up and spent his you know he he he's been with Barcelona since he was like 13 hmm. and He's yeah. Players like that should not leave clubs under any circumstance unless they're retiring. So they and yeah, they they're just a shambles now, just poorly run and yeah. So bad, really bad timing. But a fairly big set, and it's in fact comes in at number nine on the top 10 highest part count. Now, we won't necessarily say that this is this is a metric for calculating the largest Lego sets of all time. Um, it's certainly the simplest one to calculate. Yeah, and I think, like, size-wise, um, it's big. I haven't seen one in person yet, but I am going to assume that it's, it's got a fairly similar footprint to the Colosseum. Mm. I think so. It looks like it's bigger than... It, it looks like it's about halfway between Old Trafford and the Coliseum as far as size is concerned. Hmm. Um, but from that point of view, it now means when you look at that top 10 of sets as well, we're now at the stage where the, the original Millennium Falcon UCS set, which for a while was thought to be one of the biggest sets ever, well, at least until the um, Taj Mahal came along, it's now in the number 10 position on this list. Mm-hmm. There's another um, Millennium Falcon that's much higher up. I think it's sitting at about number three now. And we've got a couple of Taj Mahals, one with and one without a brick separator since the set got re- reissued um, 10 years mm-hmm. down the track. Um, what else have we got? We've got a couple of Harry Potter sets. We've got the Harry Potter Castle and the... Diagon Alley, um, they're both world in map. there as well. The world map, yep. The world map is at number one um, as far as si- as far as um, part count is concerned. And just making sure I haven't missed anything, the world map, the Colosseum, of course, was a number two. Um, it was number one for a while until they released the world map. How could we forget that one? The Millennium Falcon, Hogwarts. <laughs> Taj Mahal's, Ninjago City Gardens, of course, um, Diagon Alley, Camp Nou, Star Wars, uh, Millennium, the original Millennium Falcon. So all of those sets have got more than 5,000 parts in. And so that that just leaves me a bit gobsmacked as well, that that's what it now takes to be. Um, in that. But the other thing that I thought was really interesting, half of those sets have been released since last September. Mm. So they're wow. all... Oh, on the whole, they're pretty new. Yeah. So look, um, there's 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 a term in like video games or um, there's a term in games or like video games or like card games called power creep, where as new um, characters and new um, playable units or weapons or cards get released, they get progressively more powerful that it mm. makes some of the earlier ones look you know look 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 fairly 
primitive and i feel like that's what's happening to 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 lego and you know lego are not um they're not going to stop um in their pursuit of you know converting every adult on the planet to you know to become a fan of lego so i feel it's just gonna it's just gonna keep escalating and, and to ensure that every child has the opportunity to experience lego as well it's newsworthy but yeah i don't know like like barcelona is an odd choice for me I, mm. I i'm just not sure of the appeal like i liked old trafford but it's not a set that i would readily recommend to people unless they had some form of connection to the club or they just want a big sports stadium mm. it's just not I... it's just not that you know it's just not that appealing i think as a as a, as a subject matter because it's so connected to you know, a specific sport or and and not just to a specific sport but to a team. I, I'd agree with you there. I I um have very limited understanding of any form of sports ball and I had the chance to put together Old Trafford and it was a psychic challenge to complete. It it just I sort of hit a wall as I was getting on there because it was not in any way relatable for me to put together so i would say that if you're a football fan then you will probably and you have a bit of an allegiance to to the team then i think you're going to love it yeah if you but want i to think I, I think it also demonstrates the the folly of not not folly but the limitations of lego's long design lead times mm. because a set like this would have been conceived two years ago two and a half years ago Yep. Um, that's that's a general rule of thumb for you know Lego sets and especially large Lego sets. And two years ago, you know Barcelona were on top of their game. Mm. Uh, and if you look at if you look at the if if you look at the comments um, on social media when they announced the uh, the Barcelona um, stadium, everyone's like, "Oh, I want a Liverpool. Um, I want a Liverpool." Um, you know, Anfield Stadium. Why don't you make an Anfield Stadium? So, yeah. But the the the, the nature of I don't know sports is it's so it's so fluid that you know teams rise up and teams fall in 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 a matter of you know months. Mm. Yeah. No. Look, I think that's that is a special challenge that teams associate that sorry that sets associated with this sort of team is concerned. Cool. So yeah, like. Camp New, massive, um, massive five thousand plus piece set. But this segues quite nicely to um, something I'm quite keen to get your thoughts on. Is hmm. um, Lego have been you know focusing on I guess the the top end of town in terms of overall piece count because it's newsworthy. Adults get excited. You know, it's 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 always great when you can splash a headline like. Lego launches biggest set ever or set with most pieces. Um, you know, that that's a great again. headline. Yeah, again. <laughs> poor Coliseum, like it hardly, you know, it hardly lasted a year. But but at the same time, I feel like Lego have also been doing some pretty interesting things at the I'm gonna say entry level or sub US fifty dollar price point. Um and in this year alone we've gotten I think we've gotten so many great sets at that price point, which is which is fairly accessible, and I'm starting to gravitate towards and and, and really enjoy sets at that price point because I don't have space, um, and you know, and 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 I don't have an unlimited budget for Lego, mm. and these small sets tend to you know scratch that Lego itch, and I think have you know we've seen some really great designs and really great concepts and really great models coming out of lego at that price range um like like richard you did the boba fett i think that was definitely sub us 50 the are uh, the um, um, um boba, boba fett, fett starship. starship you know not slave one no it's still slave look it's still slave one. It's just no one's calling it that in the shops. Although perhaps if they do, they're talking about renaming it in the comics. So perhaps, um, perhaps it is going to get completely retconned. But yeah, yeah we've had that. We've had the yeah classic classic Batmobile. Everyone is awesome. 
Everyone is awesome. Absolutely. Bonsai, bonsai tree, which, you know, feels ancient right now. Oh, geez. That f- so the, the problem that I have with these cons- in considering them to be entry-level sets is, like, that's $90 Australian. No, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I don't think it's... I, I don't think sets at this um, price point are generally aimed at kids, but um, more from an adult context. Yeah. Oh no, no. I think from an adult context, yes, I'd, I'd have no no concerns. I think I think the superheroes has been a really good um, range of these this year, both DC and Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially the oh, the hel- the helmets if they're your thing, but certainly in DC, as you said, that the Batmobile. You get two Batmobiles. We will we'll we'll get a we'll get a small tumbler. Um, oh yes, of course, the small tumbler. But you also get, um, say, in Marvel, you know, you've got Carnage, which is a twenty dollars set. You've got the monster truck. Okay, Bro- I don't really understand that one. Brothel, absolutely. Yep. Um, Battle in the ancient village from Shang Chi. Spider Man versus Mysterio's drone. These are all actually, and Spider Man at the Sanctum Workshop. These are all. So the Marvel sets are all very well placed the infinity gauntlets perhaps a little bit more than that yeah like not everyone has the capacity or space to buy a large 18 plus lego for adults team formerly known as creator expert i don't know what to call them these days it just keeps changing you know yeah can't can't be expected to buy the a d to set a d to c or exclusive set that seems to get released every month. No one can do that. No one can realistically. It's not sustainable. But... I'm going to suggest it was great then when they were only being released once a month. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like one and a half times, two times a month now. But look, like like if you were to set, like if I were to set myself a challenge to only buy sets below US fifty dollars, mm-hmm. I don't think that that would be detrimental to my enjoyment of Lego. I think you're quite right. And I think, because, I mean, this year, particularly what we've seen is you've had a much better balance of minifigures as well um, in less expensive sets, making a lot of characters more accessible than they might have been in the past. And I think that's that really does make that work better for you, be it with mm. one of the licensed themes, be it with City, or indeed if be it with Creator 3-in-1, I think. Yeah, and I feel and I and I and I feel like from a even from a design perspective, you know, you we, we, we tend to get caught up in, you know, the the big, impressive looking four digit piece count sets because, you know, they they, they, they make quite a statement. But I think from a design um perspective, it's all I think smaller sets are much more challenging to design as well because you are so constrained by piece count number of pieces um, variety of pieces and you know you have to stick to a fairly small um footprint that Mm. i think just yeah uh, and and that and that really hit me when i when when i looked at the the new slave one from um from a couple of months ago and that's a solid looking set like it's it's so remarkable that it's like outside of the UCS Slave One, it's almost the definitive or the best version of Slave One yet. I think it's certainly the the best version in a kid swooshable model. Because they've all been swooshable, but the this one's one that you know a ten year old can pick up. And I think it and 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 one thing I like as well, and this is something that you can't and you don't simply get from large sets like the Colosseum or Camp New, is that they work well with minifigures. And to me, Lego is, you know, the minifigure is Lego to me. It's part of why I fell in love with Lego and came back to it as an adult. So, yep. yeah, and you get and you get so much playability. Like, the new Tumblr is minifig scale. You can actually pop Batman in. And mm. that, like, that, like, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. That's so much fun and so much, yeah. So I think I'm, personally, I'm excited by what Lego is going to do in 2022 in this sub US 50 price range because it's it's a very important price range because number one it's entry level but um you know looking at Lego their 
they want to nurture fans who are transitioning out of childhood into mm. their teenage years. And teenagers are not going to be able to afford to buy, you know, D2C sets every month or every other month. You know, no. at that age, you'd rather buy a new phone, some new clothes, some fancy sneakers. But a US $50 set, yeah, you could you could maintain your connection with Lego through a $50 set every now and then. Like, mm. it, you know, it's what, two hours, two and a half hours of, 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 of work in KFC or McDonald's? I don't know. I mean, from, from an Australian con- uh, context. Mm. And be so about, I think... Be about I, three, hour, three hours work, three to four hours of work, yeah. Yeah, but I think that, you know, it's 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 a price range and a price bracket that they go needs to bring their A game into mm. because they don't want to lose... Um, kids who are transitioning out of childhood into their teenage years because they can't afford it. And I think that's one of Lego's... That that will be a stumbling block for Lego as a whole because they're, they're just terrified that, you know, kids just, you know, enter their dark ages as soon as they reach their teenage years because of, you know, because of video games or whatever, hormones changing, whatever. But I, I, mm. I feel like it's it, it comes down to accessibility. You're earning your pocket money, you're, you're working a part-time job, and, you know, you can't afford to buy UCS Republic gunship every every month or, you know. Indeed, every year, I think. Mm. Um, no, I, th- I, think that's, I think that's an important thing. And I think um, you, you look at most of the Creator 3-in-1 range, apart from sort of the flagship sets there, they're all well accessible in that range now the ferris this year's this half year the ferris wheel and the medieval castle they're a bit more expensive than you could get get in that market but um everything else is well under that price um so many good superheroes and even star wars sets in that price range this year i think you're absolutely right there as as far as far as that train of thought it's a really important um line that perhaps perhaps you know we don't focus on and you know i think as reviewers we often focus on or there's certainly an emphasis on sets that are that we get sent for review on a lot of the bigger sets from time to time but um you know certainly we've had had some real treats this last six months and uh i'd like to imagine we're going to keep seeing a few coming up it's just so much more um yeah accessible and you know i think because we are you know too RLFMs and we're in an incredibly privileged position where we get sets sent to us from Lego, we get to request sets from Lego, and you know, we're also both, you know, working adults, and so we can, I guess, you know, generally stretch that. But for like the average Lego fan, like this is this is such an important like price bracket because it's where mm. I would say most people yeah, most most of the purchases get made, and I, I'd certainly agree. I I probably make the the majority of purchases that I make would be in that less than ninety dollars Australian bracket, which sort of encompasses this this group plus a little bit more, but not too much more. Mm. Um, I you know when they're sets for my own personal use, I that's that's the price range I I aim for, and then. Occasionally, might aim for something bigger. In which case, I'll probably not buy that other thing yeah. this month. <laughs> mm. So yeah, what 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 do you think, or what would you like to see Lego do more of at this price bracket? I would actually love to see some more Monkey Kid in this price bracket because the material in Monkey Kid has been terrific. But I find that a lot of the sets have just been too inaccessible. It's been a lot better this this year, but apart from polybags, there have been three sets that are under fifty dollars. And well, the white dragon horse um, horse jet that you yes. um, that, that you rave about that's, that's, that's in that price range. That is in that price range, and I'd forgotten that uh, no pigsy noodle truck that's sixty US dollars. Sandy's power loader mech fifty five US dollars. So these have all just being priced outside of that ideal range, whereas I, f- I think you were getting these figures, or the, these sets with any other theme, they would probably be at 45 to 55. They'd, mm. be, they'd be fitting in with that a lot better. Um, 
but I I, th- I think that's probably what I, I would love to see that I'd love to see them to continue with the mid-price Star Wars or, you know those low price Star Wars sets and I'd probably prefer to see those than battle packs except for a death trooper battle pack sorry dark trooper I beg your pardon dark the dark the dark trooper battle pack we need a dark trooper battle pack yep and I'll have to admit, the sets that I really like that have been appearing more and more are, in fact, those, they're sort of $13, $15 US. Um, they used to be a cardboard box, but they're now a blister pack. They tend to come with three or four minifigures and a bit of scenery or a bit of a vehicle or something like that. Last, you know, Over the last few years, we've seen a couple of Harry Potter sets. We've got a couple of superhero sets in that style over the years as well um those are just uh those are just uh just classic space and i i would love to see perhaps given that they've appeared in a number of sets we've had had the ideas medieval blacksmith and also the castle in creator in the creator three and one i would love to see a little medieval figure pack this year um you know perhaps with two or three more um knights and black falcon knights and one or two um peasants and you know if if we were just to spend twenty dollars on that that would be from my point of view i'd regard that as really really palatable i don't know that i'd necessarily want to go and spend an extra fifty dollars on a people pack for my castle i know there are plenty of people who'd be quite happy to but I, I I often balk at paying at, at buying those those sets because it's sort of like oh gee it's just just a bit more than what I feel I I want for the for the play value in it. Mm. Um, so I I like I really like those those sort of really small minifig packs as well. What about yourself, Jay? What would you like to see more of next year? I would like to see more. Um... Lego for adults sets at that price point, um, or even below. So more in the like more bonsai tree esque sets. Yep. Okay, the floral bouquet was also in that sort of price range too. Yep, it's probably no coincidence that these are some of the most popular sets that Lego have ever released. Um, and I think it's it's the bonsai is going to be one of the best selling sets of twenty twenty one. Hmm. And it then occurs to me the other thing I'd like to see more smaller sets in, or in this sort of price bracket, ideas. Mm. It's been a while um, since we got a got a small idea set. Well, I, I I suspect that the Sonic one that we're going to get soon, I suspect that will be fairly small. Um, but otherwise, Tron, Adventure Time, Doctor um, Who, yeah, uh, if, even Doctor Who was a bit was a little bigger than that but yeah yeah no no but actually no you're right it's that doctor who style set size set we paid about a hundred dollars for that in australia it'd be great if we were to be able to get a few hundred dollar um ideas sets happening for us rather than uh 150 200 300 um i mean they're gorgeous don't get me wrong they're gorgeous sets but they it becomes it becomes challenging as a collector. It becomes a war of attrition. <laughs> it is. You know, um, I think yeah. ultimately you can't afford to be a Lego collector anymore. Certainly, of contemporary Lego. No, you can't. Um, Turn, and I turns think... out that Black Monarch's castle at five hundred dollars, Jay, compared to you know current stuff, bargain. Bargain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like um, no, I, I I agree, and I think yeah, Ideas is a really good one that has um, that has just gone you know in in a sense too big. Um, and it's for, for, for lack of a better, um, way of saying it, they've, they've cut off a lot of people, uh, because of price. Um, mm. I really enjoyed the sailboat adventure set. It's a remarkable display model. It's, mm. it's got fantastic techniques. It looks great. Um, it was a gift with purchase, but I feel like that could have been a solid forty nine ninety nine idea set, mm. even less thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, no, absolutely. That would have been... Yeah, that and that that's like a, yeah, again, a wasted opportunity because, you know, some people really want to, you know, get into Lego, but not everyone is, you know, like, yeah, times are tough. And I think, you know, people are constantly looking to, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that that would have been great. 
we're heading towards the holiday season and Lego is a toy company. It is the biggest, most important um, period of sales for them. So expect to see Lego's A-game in the next few weeks and months, I think. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, I'm fully expecting it. I've just, I'm looking forward because I know that there are things that I don't know about and I'm quite excited to see what they are. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, I think they're, 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 there's going to be a few surprises that, yeah, that, that we don't even know about. Mm, fantastic. Well, we'll find out about, I dare say we'll hear about some of those between now and our next episode. We might be able to discuss those a little bit when we get there. And otherwise, there are other things that we could talk about. We've not discussed today the Lego Color Variant Pilot Program. So perhaps we'll talk about that on another occasion. We'll see if we actually get get some sets sent over in a timely fashion from Zavi, having pre-ordered them. Um, mm. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. But um, suffice to say, I'm glad that the Lego Group did part with a with a company that's able to ship product internationally. Um, I want the fire station. I don't normally want a fire station, but I want that big fire station. It looks great. It's a big fire station, nine hundred pieces. The only reason I'd like that fire station is that it would go with the um, yellow fire station from nineteen seventy eight that I've just put together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, anyway. I, 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 I bought. I actually bought the next fire station after that one, and I'm content that that's all I really need as far as a contemporary fire station is concerned. Is there anything else that you can tell us about that you're about to build at the moment, Jay? Absolutely not. My lips are sealed. Your lips are sealed. That's fantastic. But, but they haven't leaked. They haven't leaked. That's all I can... Uh, as at the time we're recording this, they haven't leaked. And I've got my fingers and toes crossed that we'll get some really cool reveals you know no blurry photos full hd the whole shebang that'll be exciting to see that'll be exciting to see all right well look until next time um you've been listening to the extra pieces podcast i'm richard from the rambling brick and i'm jay from jay's brick blog and these are the extra pieces You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra Pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.